Welcome to the Where's the Focus podcast. WTF is an entertaining yet educational ride with top guests from every industry. Knowing where your focus goes, your energy flows. Hosted by top-selling author, sought-after speaker, leading coach, and high-level executive in the financial industry, Daniel Manginelli. So, WTF. Welcome back, WTF. Charge. It's like it's a game. It's like a baseball game. Like that. That's good. Isn't that football? Do they do that at baseball games also? I think they do it at baseball. I don't think they do it at football anymore. I thought they now did. Now they just put, you know, back that ass up, mm. I think, at football games to be so people will dance. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's true. It's mid-January, you know. We're in full swing. Is it mid we're past mid-January. We're, I think it's 17th, 18th, 19th, something in there. We're in full swing. How are you doing on your resolutions and your goals? Um, so far, so good. You know, I start my new year, new me track, January 9th. So it's only been one week. <laughs> so I can't mess it up this early on. Well, So I'm going to give myself an applause. Uh, it's the applause. There, it's Thank, a you. Spattering. Thank you, everyone. Thank it's you. a spattering of applause because it's only been <laughs> one, one week. week. <laughs> oh, was it diet and fitness? Did you have that in? Yes, and just making a r- solid morning routine. I feel like last year, by February, I was just waking up really late, too late. That's why I looked like, you know, like I just got out of bed, and now I look put together. Wow, that's so. that's put together? Oh. <laughs> okay, the hair, the hair could have done so a little kidding. bit better, but you know what? I'm kidding, Jen. You're wonderful. You're pushing the <laughs> buttons, and I love you doing a great job. So thank you, and the applause. I agree. Uh, that's a spattering of applause. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a quick story here. So um, last weekend I was in Reno, Nevada. You know Reno, the biggest little city. Um, I wasn't there to gamble or party as much as you think over there, Jen. But I was there. I was there for a pole vaulting event. I just, everybody's like looking at their either radio or just looking at me right now and saying, yeah, that's right. I said pole vaulting and I'll explain. My 17 year old daughter is on her high school pole vaulting team and uh, we traveled to Reno for a national event. This event was absolutely, I've never seen anything like it. So imagine about like 20 of these huge pole vaulting pits, um, pole vaulters from around the world, Japan, Canada, France, all these people at a high level. There were high school students as well as college competitors and athletes. There were top athletes from around the world. And it was really fun to watch because I don't know much about pole vaulting, but when people at the highest level of jolting themselves or, you know, slingshotting themselves in the air upside down, it was really fun to watch. And on Saturday night, my daughters uh, got a chance, daughter, not in hers, daughter got a chance to <laughs> compete. Um, and when in the competition comes, how it works is you have, they have the pole and then they keep moving it up. And as it goes up, if you fail, you have three times before you can knock the pole off, uh, the bar off of the height that you're supposed to go. So I'm watching, you know, the first round, here she goes and uh, she cleared, you know, she cleared the first one. So yay. And, you know, I'm moving right now, as you can see, because anybody that's a parent, if they have kids that play sports, if the kid's going to kick the ball, their parents are on the sidelines motioning this air kickness, or if their kid's trying to hit a ball in baseball, they're swinging with them. So that's kind of what you do. So the first, uh, first one, she made it over. Um, it was the second, they moved the bar up and she went second again and she made it over that one. So now she's in the third round and getting into that third, fourth round is where people, you know, you either win or you don't win in there. And the third try, um, they moved the pole up and her first try she went and no go. She knocked it off, didn't make it over. 
Uh, the second one came and she was came up and she was really close, but she, she knocked it over again. So that third one were the anticipation for me and I'm sure for her. My stomach's churning. She's got this. The third try comes. She makes it over and a little wobbly and it was we got this and I'm applauding because I didn't realize when she threw her pole back that she you know pole vaulted over she threw it back and it hit the bar and knocked it off so she was out um and as you know most uh, 17 year old girls they handle things so well when they don't they don't accomplish something she was not very happy um we made our way she came up to where I was in the stands and we made our way out of the event and I let her know hey it was fun to watch you and I think you did great and as a dad, you're thinking that, you know what, man, this is what's going to happen. She's going to say, thank you, dad. Thank you so Thank you for coming to Reno with me. Thank you for, for to flying here and, and renting a car and taking me here and spending this quality time. Thanks, dad. And you all know who's listening to this. She's 17 years and that's, that's not what I got. We got in the car and she let me know um, she's not good at this. You know, there are younger people that are better than her. She's stuck at this height. And she's just not good, you know, followed by a bunch of negative talk, which is a bummer. Negative talk about herself and making up stories, what she thinks other girls are saying about her. The coaches must be saying that she's, she's a failure. And the parents that are sitting in the stands say, I can't believe that one girl made it, but that, that McKenna girl didn't make it over. And all these things that don't happen. And, you know, when your, your child's hurting, you know, especially at this age, you hurt even more. You want to give them this big hug. And you want to let them know that, you know, you're the best and you did good enough, which in, in tune I did, but it, it, you know, deaf ears and she pulled away, um, you know, and, and it was kind of a bummer. So as, as we were on the drive back to the hotel, um, I kind of wanted to ask her and I wanted to figure out, you know, what she really wants out of doing this. So I asked her, you know, not only what do you want to do in this, but is pole vaulting what you want to do for a career? And she looked at me like I was crazy and said, what are you talking about? And I, I said, do you want to do this? Do you want to pull that do for your rest of your working life? Is that what you want to do? You're so upset. She kind of looked at me puzzled and said, no. And I asked, do you enjoy pole vaulting? Do you like it? I mean, it's something that you actually look forward to doing. And she said, as you know, I figured it was going to come is yeah, but I'm not good at it. I didn't ask you if you were good. I asked you if you enjoyed it. And then she said, I'm not doing your motivational BS right now and put her headphones on and turn on music. So that's about how uh, my drive <laughs> went about having a daughter that knows that you do a podcast and read a couple, wrote a couple books and let me know that she's not doing it. Well, she couldn't get rid of me because we were rooming together in a hotel room. So she was still going to get, dad wasn't going to give up. There was a really quiet walk to the hotel room. Um, and after a few hours, she was on her computer doing some homework and I was, you know, the football game was on and I was watching that the playoffs and, you know, I let some time go by and I figured it was time that she was ready to talk to me. And I repeated myself to her when she was kind of put her laptop down and I said, I had fun uh, these last, you know, couple days with you. It was a blast to watch you. And then I asked, does your pole vaulting define you? And again, she said, what are you talking about? said again, does your pole vaulting define you? And she said, what does that even mean? So I said, do, do you enjoy the competition, right? I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed watching you clear that last jump, but that doesn't define you as a person. What does, you know, is, is being a friend, a daughter, 
And the things that define you will be how you act and how you treat others, your faith, and how you handle adversity. And I kind of went on to explain about me, just maybe to make it relatable for her so she could see that, you know, I'm not above this in any way. I said, in my sales career, I failed more times than I won. There are a lot more times that it seemed like I'm not getting better. And people that are newer in the industry I'm in are beating me. And I'm feeling like everyone is looking and talking about me how I failed. And probably all not true. Just bad self-talk. But none of them defined me as a man. My efforts and learning from each of them and each loss and striving to be better is what I do. And wanting to win is important. But how I treat others, my faith, my faith in God, the way I treat my wife, my children, the time I spend with the people I love, the positive words that come out of my mouth, those are some of the things that define me as a man. Now, she's looking at me with that basically glassy-eyed overlook, and now I'm feeling like I killed it with my father-daughter talk. Like, this was it. This was the one that she's going to be talking to her husband and her grandkids and everybody about at the time that we were in a hotel room in Reno, and a big hug was coming. And uh, I looked at her, and I said, does that make sense? And she looked at me and said, whatever, and walked into the bathroom hotel room. And uh, there you have it, people, teenage daughters, um, but it's not going to stop me from continuing to try to learn. And I think it was a big part. So all of you got to be part of my parent therapy today <laughs> as we went on. But I really think the main part of the story and why I'm talking about it, because it's so fresh in my mind for all of us, it is whatever you're going through and maybe in life, but majority of your business, lost sales, tough times, people not, not wanting to meet you. Remember, none of those things define you as a human. Know your worth, know your value, have strong faith, and bring up others around you. Look, smiles are free. Don't tell yourself all those negative stories um, that you can start telling yourself every time something doesn't go your way and you spin out that way. Be the one that brings people up. And then keep that and remind yourself what defines you as a man or a woman. So... Thank you for listening today, people. Any feedback on parenting, I'm, uh, I'm always open for suggestions because I think I'm doing right when I come up to until my daughter tells me, don't give me any of that motivational BS, dad. But I'm still going to try and keep her the same way. Email me at danmanginelli.com. Oops, I'm sorry, dan at manginelli.com. I'd love to hear from you. Until next week, my WTFers, have some fun and make dreams come a true.